Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show, Studio 22, The Mothership. Guess who's back? The puppet master, the perfectionist himself, the puppet master. Mark is sitting at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things. Amy Coney Barrett, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. I don't care if they do affirm and confirm or whatever they do to Amy Coney Barrett, you'll always be the queen. You'll always be the queen of the Ethiopians. Herbert the Silent Deer looks on the same face of shock he had the same the night the truck hit him. Party foul Steve's in the pub. Hot news, Natalie. Yep. Oh, you look tired. You said that. I don't know why. You I mean, I tired. had an early morning for sure. I mean, for a beautiful human being, you look tired. My really? Well, well, my hair. Somebody else cut besides tomorrow. me and Steve have to look tired sometime. I don't feel like I do. I look tired. Candace, your hair see? looks tired. Well, it's getting cut tomorrow. No, your hair's it's, fine. I can throw it up in a bun. Your hair is fine. Give a vanity shot to Natalie Mayor Mark. Look at her. I can throw it up. No, don't. Like Your this. hair's fine. And just like that, <laughs> fans around the country went crazy. <laughs> Holy cow. It's flat. You know what I encourage everybody to do? If you're watching this thing on YouTube, get in on the live chat. Talk to us a little bit. Uh, we pre-tape so we can watch it with you. And you normally, you know, we're there. Steve's real faithful about being there. Natalie's never there. Uh, uh, yes, I am. I, I chime in from time to time. Uh, but check it out. Check it out. Anyway, get on the live chat. Join the fact pack. That's kind of hard to do. That's a pretty closed up cultish group. Uh, but I love them. I love them, Party yep. Foul. They're good to us. They're good folks, man. Uh, anyway, I we got some stuff I want to get into today. I got some arguments I want to make. I'm fired up. Uh, I've been watching them uh, just really go. You know what? The people we elect into office are morons. They really are. They're morons. True. I, yeah, I mean, I, I listen to these senators go back and forth in this thing with only Amy Coney Barrett, this confirmation hearing, and they and like she'll answer the question, and then they got to ask it again, and she'll answer the question, and then they'll ask it again, and she's like, "Do you want me to answer this again? I mean, do you want me to? Are you asking me a question again? I mean, is this even a question? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not saying it exactly like that. She's, she's so spot on perfect, it's ridiculous. And it's like they can't, they have nothing to come at her with. That's what I was about to say. There's nothing to come at her. No, so they just so, have to keep asking the same thing. Well, now, have they looked in our high school yearbook? Have they looked in the high school yearbook? You guys. They haven't taken it all the way to Brett Kavanaugh levels mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yet. We'll see what happens over the next day. Uh, anyway, uh, got a show for you. I, I, I read these, I read these opinion pieces. That's what I've got them here. I got these opinion pieces that, uh, Candice collects for me and I read them and I just get, I just, I just get angry. I like, I don't have the word to talk about the insanity we live in these days. I don't, I just, insane doesn't fit it anymore. It's like, like that book, that, that book sell, I think it was called by Stephen King, where all of a sudden whoever was on their cell phone when this pulse went off. They became zombies. And that there were some people who were normal. Cool. And were, what's that? I'm for that. That'd be cool. <laughs> but there were some people who were zombies and some people who were normal, and it was all because they were on their cell phones when yeah. the thing went off. Have you watched The Social Dilemma yet, Candice? Have you watched that thing? I have. It's very interesting. Highly recommend it. Yeah. I, that's a pre- have you watched it? Um, it's, it's on Netflix. I know a lot of you ban Netflix, and I don't blame you for doing that. Yeah. Um, what's it uh, called? I can't ban Netflix because there are certain documentaries that I have to watch, and they're only on Netflix. So, what show? 
It's called The Social Dilemma. Oh, yeah. That's on our list. We're going to watch it with our kids. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty interesting. They make it, in some places, a little more dramatic than Mm -hmm. it needs to be. You know, all you do is just have somebody talking serious, and you throw some ominous music behind it. We should do that here, actually. We should do... Mark, we need ominous music here. Now, I'll tell you what I really want to do, and maybe those of you listening, maybe those of you watching can help me do this, because I ran across... Of a Instagram page Monday night uh, of a guy who had created, he creates action figures and sells them. He had the fly that was on Mike Pence's head. <laughs> yes. And he's got it in the package and it's like non-posable action figure. I saw that. It's hilarious. Great. He's got some really cool stuff on his Instagram page. He sent me a message uh, yesterday morning saying, uh, thanks for sharing my stuff. Um, I lean a little left. You lean a little right. I was like, I think we both know we both lean a little bit more than left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, but, you know, it's, it's cool that you can promote my stuff. We can kind of get along and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, I don't, I don't give a rip where you lean. I just think your stuff's cool and funny. Uh, but I want action figures. I want Chad Prather show action <gasps> figures. I got to find somebody who can make us some action figures. I want a party foul. I want a hot news. I want a Candice. I want Mark with his little headphones. You can pull the string and it says nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Silent Deer needs one too. That would be cool if it just said pretty good. Pretty good. Just pretty good. I've missed you, Mark. Welcome back, buddy. You've been you've been running the show everywhere else. Miss you, Chad. Uh, We love Chance, but I'm glad you're back. Hey, I don't mean to brag, but I do have a Barbie. Oh, let's stop talking now. Okay. We're going to get action figures. Uh, You know, I eat meat. I know you guys can look at me and know that. I'm not one of those vegetarian types. Uh, You probably guess I'm pretty serious carnivore. Uh, Being from Texas especially, I know about steak. Had some great steaks last night. Let me tell you about them. Um, My local grocery store, they know me. We've got the meat cutter over there, Mark (laughs) Pagel. We We got our guys. Who, uh, why is that funny? It's just, it's very Chad. It's very Chad. We meat, got a meat cutter, cutter knows me. Meat cutter does. I mean, we know. Yep. And As it uh, be. we love our meat. We keep our, we keep our freezers <laughs> yes, full we of do. meat. But I don't like inferior meat. I'm very picky when it comes to that. So I'm happy to talk about our new sponsor, New Partners um, Omaha Steaks. Right now, you can get a gourmet assortment of bestsellers with an exclusive offer just for my audience. If you go to omahasteaks.com, and you enter code Chad Prather, and or I'm sorry, Prather. All you got to do is go up in the search bar, in their search bar. This saves you all the time. You don't have to enter the, the discount code or anything at checkout. Just in the search bar, hit Prather. Just type that in. And this week, Omaha Steaks is going to add two pounds of premium ground beef free with your order. Yes. Now, my favorite one that I, that I like to get is the Butcher's Best Sellers Package. Uh, loaded my freezer up with it this week. It includes the bacon-wrapped filet mignon. It's got sweet, smoky bacon, fork-tender filet mignon. Had it last night. Awesome. Omaha Steaks has been bringing people together for over 100 years. Enjoy family. Enjoy friends. Enjoy the best steaks of your life. I want you to go to omahasteaks.com. In the search bar, enter my name, Prather. You're going to get exclusive offers not available anywhere else. Don't forget, when you order today, Omaha Steak's going to add two pounds of premium ground beef for free. Let's get into it. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
All right, so Amy Coney Barrett, of course, she's perfect. She's amazing. Could you stop? Sorry. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I was trying not to look tired. You got your fingers stuck in you your eyes. You go like this. Stop it. I, stop sh- it. Shut your face. Y'all are obnoxious. <laughs> I, it's like dealing with my children every day, both of you. My children have better. Well, they some, act better. Sometimes we have to deal with you too. I want to beat your ass. Okay. Hey, All right. By the way, got a n- number one album called Y'all Shut Up. It's got a great song on there called Beat That Ass. Grammy. Um, Grammy, did you... Uh, hashtag Grammy! Hashtag Grammy! Did you... Uh, have you seen some of these Twitter meltdowns, Instagram meltdowns? You don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. No, I'm, I'm on I Instagram, though. You love Twitter. Love it. love it! I love it. 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 I love when people come back at you. Um, <laughs> and it's almost instant response. Yeah. You know, people well, right you, there yes. on it. For you. Um, and the trolls that are on there are fantastically entertaining. Uh... I, I love how people think that they're like going to get under my skin or something, and they have no idea how much I get off on it. Ooh. Like, just enjoy. Like, you don't understand the narcissism that flows. <laughs> feeding him, you're feeding the beast. <laughs> you, you trolls can exhibit your Machiavellian complex, right? And I'll, my narcissism, my devaluing narcissism, will just continue to eat it up, mm-hmm. and it helps from my numbers. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett, I love her. She's gorgeous. She's fantastic. She's smart. She's she's uh, just an incredible, incredible person. But she's we're being called hypocrites, right? Because you know she's faced immense scrutiny on her religious beliefs, uh, and source a lot of people out there say you got to be really, really vigilant when we scrutinize anybody's you know anybody that could potentially have a religious bias or a discrimination. Uh, she was not nominated. Let me just say, she was not nominated because of her Christianity. All right? You have a faith. Yep. I have a faith. Everybody on the planet has a faith. Everybody. Your faith may be atheism. Mm-hmm. Your faith may be politics. Your faith may be humanism. But everybody has faith in something. There is something that guides your life that mm-hmm. you trust in. Maybe your faith is in yourself. I don't know. Uh, but everybody has a faith. Everybody has a dogma. Everybody has a doctrine. So this article talks about the hypocrisy of Republicans who are expressing shock and outrage over over the scrutiny that is being given to her over her Christianity. And uh, what the article says is the hypocrisy is because of the way the right has treated Muslims. All right. So it goes on to say President Trump responded to the alarm over Judge Barrett's nomination by accusing Democrats of bias against Catholics and, quote, basically fighting a major religion in our country. This is rich, says the article from the man who is running against Joe Biden, a Catholic who promoted a Muslim ban and told America, I think Islam hates us. Okay, for the 10 millionth time, it wasn't a Muslim ban. Thank you. It was a travel ban on seven countries. It should have been it, it should have been a lot more countries. Correct. All right. But let's face it, it was not a Muslim ban. They were they, you could still Ooh. come in here from Indonesia, you could still come in here from Malaysia, you could still come in here from Saudi Arabia. It wasn't a Muslim ban. Uh, but they said he told America, I think Islam hates us. Well, I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the just this week we remembered the um, the uh, bombing of the USS Cole 
Seems to me it wasn't Catholics that drove that boat into the side of that tanker. So, uh, you know, Truth. I'm, I'm telling you, just telling you, history stands firm in that area. So the Senate hearing started on Monday. Uh, Josh Hawley of Missouri accuses Democrat colleagues on the Judiciary Committee of attacking Judge Barrett for being too Catholic to be on the bench. Um, he's apparently living in the twilight zone because this didn't actually happen. Mr. Biden went out of his way to say Judge Barrett's faith shouldn't be considered a factor in her hearing. Okay, but it still is. I, I've, been here, I've been listening to the hearings. Mm-hmm. They keep bringing it up. This author says, I can't help wondering how would Republicans behave if Judge Barrett were a Democrat who strongly held religious beliefs came from Islam instead of Catholicism? Well, let's talk about that. Uh, Republicans would demand she prove that she was not, quote, working with our enemies. That's what Glenn Beck, you ever heard of that guy? Uh, called for when Keith Ellison was elected as the first Muslim to Congress. They'd probably use her faith to accuse her of hoping to create a, quote, Sharia state through judicial activism. That's what conservative bloggers did in 2011 when, when Chris Christie of New Jersey nominated Sohail Muhammad, a Muslim originally from India, for a seat on the Superior Court of Passaic County. If Judge Barrett wore a hijab, Janine Pirro of Fox News would question whether her religious beliefs were in opposition to the Constitution. That's an ugly accusation, Ms. Pirro. Levied against Representative Ilan Omar of Minnesota in 2019. The scrutiny of Judge Barrett connection to the people of praise religious community, which opposes abortion, gay rights, and marriage equality, which believes that men are leaders of their families, <gasps> has been intense. It's fair to debate whether that kind of scrutiny is reasonable. And concerns that Judge Barrett has faced bias because of her religious beliefs are understandable. What's clear, though, is that if a little-known Muslim group made headlines in connection with the nomination of a justice, Republicans wouldn't have the same concerns about religious bigotry. Mm. Well, hmm. what say thee? See, here's the thing. Uh, Sharia law does not fit with the Constitution. In fact, it's diametrically opposed to it. And by the way, Muslims also believe that gay marriage is wrong. Muslims also believe that uh, they're not out there aborting babies. And they also believe that the man is the head of the home. So this, you know, people of praise thing, you're comparing it as some big far right wing. I promise you, the Muslim faith goes way further in its rigidity than anything that you can bring up about people of praise, okay? And also, Sharia law being diametrically opposed to the Constitution is promoted by someone like Ilan Omar. So let's don't stand, let's don't let facts stand in the way. Now, personally, I have a conviction that Amy Barrett, uh, Amy Barrett, Tony Barrett, probably is opposed to abortion on a personal level. She's got, what, 900 kids? Mm -hmm. Two of them are adopted. One of them special needs. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a feeling that she probably does believe that her husband is the head of her home. I have a feeling that she does believe that uh, same-sex marriage probably is not the God's ideal in terms of what he's revealed, right, mm -hmm. in, in the Christian scripture. So that being said... She has continually said she will not let those personal bias weigh in on things that have already had a precedent set by the court. Well, let's talk about what in the Catholic religion really goes against the Constitution. Well, there you go. 
There you go. Let's let's waste so, time so, on that. So let me let me you know, and to that point, I want to make sure no nobody misses what I just said, and I want to talk about that too. Um, when a precedent has been set by the court, right? You don't just come in there and use your bias to try to overturn those precedents. She mm-hmm. said she will continue to honor the precedents that have been set by the court. Now, if someone were to come along and say all right, we're going to challenge this, and it makes its way up through the federal court system to the Supreme Court. She says, we'll take a look at it then. She said on Monday, you don't just wake up one day and say, I'm for guns or I'm against guns, I'm for abortion, I'm against abortion. You don't do that. You look at the case as it comes before you, and then you deal with it. Now, that case has to go through all these federal courts before it ever gets to the Supreme Court. So if you're wanting to overturn something, let's say Roe v. Wade or something like that, you don't just come out there. The, the Supreme Court doesn't just arbitrarily come out there and start ruling over people when a, when a judicial precedent has been set. Okay? That it has to, there has to be a reason for the case to be brought, and it has to climb its way to the Supreme Court. Mm. I mean, I don't just take my homeowners association to the Supreme Court <laughs> because they didn't put the right flowers out when I gave them money, right? I, I, I don't do that. I, I might can take them to small claims court, you know, but but it's never going to see federal daylight. See what I mean? So when a precedent has been set, you don't just overdo that. Now, back to your point. Let's look at how many things the Catholic Church, how many doctrines of the Catholic, Catholic Church violate, violate. Where's my phone? I want to look something up while I'm talking. The Constitution. The Constitution. So I want everybody to understand, you have freedom of religion in this country. It's a beautiful thing about this country. You have freedom of religion. I wonder if I took a screenshot of this quote. I don't think I did. But that doesn't mean that the government is religious. It doesn't mean that the government has a religion. There is no state religion. And so when people talk about the separation of church and state, that's what there is nothing constitutional about this idea that we keep pushing that is the separation of church and state. That doesn't exist, okay? What they're saying is there can't be a state-regulated religion. In other words, you can't be forced. When Protestants came to this country, they were escaping religious persecution. The establishment of the government here was that you can't have a state-regulated religion that you are forced to adhere to. So there's no Church of England, okay? So to sit there and say that, well, she's getting a free, she's, she is getting persecuted fairly because of her Christian faith, because Muslims have been persecuted. Well, there hasn't been a lot of Catholics or Christians. I mean, a lot of stuff have been done in the name of religion, including Christianity, that are bad things. Mm-hmm. They're bad things. But they didn't do it. That, that ain't true Christianity, for one thing. And there would be people out there who would argue and say, that's not true Islam either. Mm. When, when people fly build, planes into buildings, they would Extreme. say that's not true. They, they'd say that was Islamic extremism, mm-hmm. terrorists, uh, and so on and so forth. So to say, well, that's Islam would be an unfair assessment. But when Ilan Omar who does believe in Sharia law, gets called out for believing in Sharia law, Sharia law is anti-Constitution, well then, that's a fair assessment. It's okay for you to say that Amy Coney Barrett is pro-life. But you can't say that she's going to rule in light of that conviction. 
I can say that Ilan Omar has done things in our government in the name of Sharia law. I can say that. She has ruled based on her convictions. Not ruled, but she has represented mm-hmm. on the basis of her convictions. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm just all over the map, I feel, but, I, but no. I'm just, I'm like, this is just an asinine thing to try to compare these two things. So anyway, they think it's some big playbook. You know, like most Americans, I'm worried that Judge Barrett will use her seat to advance an extreme agenda that will be detrimental to the interests of the majority of people in this country. We fear that if confirmed, she'll help the religious right drag equal rights and progress back 50 years, you know, like Obama did to race relations. One thing is certain, if the Notre Dame law professor and darling of the religious right were Muslim, she would have had a much harder time becoming a judge, let alone a Supreme Court justice. Um, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably so. So probably, they have- probably would have had a hard time, harder time had she been a Muslim. Um, and there are certain things in the tenets of Islam that I would certainly want to know. But there's not a lot. I mean, let's not forget Ilan Omar was still elected. Let's not forget that Chris Christie did still appoint. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There have, I mean, you sat there and you, your case study was based on people who either were elected or mm-hmm. were appointed, mm-hmm. and they were Muslims. All that article tells me is that they've got nothing. They got so they're nothing. reaching for whatever. You know what? I smell good. Okay. I'll let you see during the break. You know why I smell good? Because mm-hmm. every day of my life, I'm not like Steve who, who bathes like 17 times a day. I use Duke Cannon. Guess what they got coming out right now? I gave you some of it. Yeah. And I've been using it. It's fall. You know what that means? Sexy. It's sexy. Yeah. Pumpkin Every time. beer lover's <laughs> favorite event is Oktoberfest. And since you're probably not boarding a plane to Bavaria this year, it's a great time to start a new beer tradition with Duke Cannon's October Fresh. The beer fest located entirely in your shower. Yeah, it is. Ow. I love drinking a can of beer in my shower while I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? You have a you have a can you holder. Got your little in your can shower. holder up there, but yep. you can go one step further. Celebrate beer. Get squeaky clean with the huge ten ounce soaps in the Duke Cannon beer and bourbon box. That's right, beer and bourbon box infused with booze, but scented with cedarwood, sandalwood, citrus, and oak barrel. They'll make you smell like a fresh alpine forest rather than a musty Bavarian beer garden. If foreign beers aren't your thing, pour up the decidedly domestic offerings of the Bud Box. What I give you, the Budweiser? Budweiser. Yeah, great American beard necessities, including beard balm to soften beard oil. Um, uh, to soften, you got beard oil to nourish and beard wash to rinse and repeat. Uh, makes you want to be a man, doesn't it? Lady's about to be all over you. Yeah. Whether you choose the Bud Box, the Beer and Bourbon Box, or my favorite, both. Duke Cannon's October Fresh is the best way to bring your love of beer into the shower. I ain't lying, man. They got, they got stuff in there to make you smell sweet. They got some old Milwaukee big-ass beer soap. It doesn't smell like beer. doesn't smell it, like okay. beer, but it's infused with it. And it's got, just makes you feel all, hmm. They got the bourbon soap, the beer soap. They got the Bud Beer Box, a Great American Beard Balm, Great American Beard Oil, Beer Oh, I love it. It's just so good. And all the different kind of stuff that's in there it just smells so good. I, it really is my favorite thing. I can tell. I'm so excited when it comes in. Go to Duke Cannon. Dot com, DukeCannon.com. Use Watch Chad 10 for 10% off your next order. Free shipping with orders over $320. A selection of Duke Cannon's products are also available at your local Target. Go get it today.
pay attention to these words, Natalie. Okay. Party foul. Pay attention. Paying attention. Let us with caution indulge the supposition that morality can be maintained without religion. Whatever may be conceded to the influence of refined education on minds of peculiar structure, reason, and experience, both forbid us to expect that national morality can prevail in exclusion of religious principle. It's George Washington. It's true. <laughs> and his farewell address. And what he's saying is, you, can, you, is, you know, you, you want to rely on refined education you want to have really educated minds, complex minds, as he says, minds of peculiar structure, reason, experience. Uh, you can have all those things, but if you expect national morality uh, to prevail, you can't do it in exclusion of religious principle. That's the problem right now with what's going on in our country is how many people are defending socialism mm -hmm. as though governmental structure, the right economics the right mindset, the, the right experience, all of these things. That's why Monday I'm going to do a special, uh, a special show on Monday, and I want to talk about socialism in America. Because we're, and, and I've talked about this thing, I feel till I'm blue in the face, but it still comes at me, right? I want to address things like, was Jesus a socialist? Was, you know, he pushing a socialist agenda? I want to talk about this idea of what socialism is versus what people today think socialism is or the things that are in our society now that people are calling socialism, which really are just social programs. So I, I want us to look at some of that. We're going to do that on Monday, take a little bit deeper dive into some stuff like that. I know that there are people out there who say, Chad, you need to have more humor on your show. Okay. Is that when, how they say it? Yeah, that's exactly how they say okay. it. I'm going to need to have more humor on your show. Here, hold my ascot. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Hi, gobbledy gookity, gobbledy gookity. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I want to, uh, yes and no. I mean, I, there's times to be funny. There's, a, you know, for everything, there's a season, right? There's times to be funny. And we take a lighthearted look at most things. But, man. I'll tell you, this thing is at a point now where you, you said you were talking to our good friend, the good doctor. Dr. Wilcutts. Dr. Wilcutts, who, of course, we had on the show, and he talked about uh, the three big takeaways were corona. He's, a, he's of course, an endocrinologist. Endocrinologist. And he Microbiologist. Wait. Yeah. Right, molecular biologist. Molecular biologist. Mm -hmm. And super smart guy. Very. Right? And... His papers were falling all over the ground and stuff, and he was just—he had notes everywhere. And he looks like he's brilliant. He is a genius. He's got an Einstein look. Genius. Yes. And uh, I, my three—the biggest takeaways I had of that was he said there's three things: it is real coronavirus, it's highly infectious, and the mortality rate of it, the the death rate of it's not going to be as big as everybody thinks. And let me remind everybody that uh, Dr. Burks. Direct quote from Dr. Burke, she said, there will be about 200,000 deaths if everything is handled perfectly. Hmm. All right. So what have we got now? 220,000 deaths, mm -hmm. take or, give or take. Um, so if everything was handled perfectly, we will still have 200, 000, over 200,000 deaths. Dr. Burke said that at the very beginning. All right. So everybody who's out there complaining that Trump mishandled this and, oh, my God, we've got he's got two hundred and twenty thousand people's deaths on his hands because he mishandled it. No, Burke said if handled perfectly, 
you'll still have that amount. All right. She said that at the very beginning. But anyway, I'm talking to the good doctor there. And, and you said that he made the comment that he has some concerns about civil war. A lot of people are bringing up these ideas of civil war. And, mm-hmm. and I keep saying, nah, <laughs> nah, too lazy. Y'all don't even know how to start that. Mm. And by the way, we, we already live under a tyranny of the military. We, we live under a tyranny of the military. The, the military can be marshaled to shut that shit down in a heartbeat. And unless you're ready to uh, buck up and, and fight the United States military, which I don't think you are, I mean, I, there's, there's a very – and I know people – I'm not getting into that topic because there's, some, there's a lot of complexities to that. And I know that you guys will argue about how well you can fight a civil war against the United States military. God bless you. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. no – it's just it'll get shut down it'll get squashed i mean we had a guy who got murdered in the street in denver the other day who was there as a as a as a you know tig tiggins john tiggins little gathering they got together and that dude who's obviously an antifa sympathizer based on his past pulled out his gun and shot him right there point blank killed him do we have civil war yet no no Can I go back to your George Washington statement? Let's do a break, and then I want to give you the full time that you need. Okay. Don't you forget it. I'm okay? going to concentrate. You know, I, you know what I got right here? You know what will help you concentrate? I need some of that. The Built Bars. Yep. Right there. The Built Bars, baby. Built Bars, the best tasting protein bar ever. I learned about these from Glenn Beck, and they are good. Tasty, tasty. Listen, protein bar that tastes like a, cr- a candy bar. You got 18 amazing flavors. You got chocolate. Nut flavors, you got nine different ones of those. You got chocolate nut-free flavors, you got nine of those. Every bar covered in 100% chocolate, soft, easy to chew. Built Bars are the healthy Built Bar. Our healthy Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy. Lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. What we do, since we never take a lunch break around here. Yeah, I want one. I'll give you... Nope, that's mine. Okay, selfish. I'll give you this one. You can have that one. I want you to go to Built Bar. They got a ton of products, but I want you to get some of these bars and try them out. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code CHAD. You're going to get 20% off your first order. Use promo code CHAD. 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Go get it today. You're going to love it. Ready to eat one? I'm eating one. I need a protein bar. I here. You want some of mine? Nope. Okay. I'll eat one when I'm done. What were you gonna say about George Washington? I I really I agree with that statement. However, right, you better. <laughs> well, speaking to that, I I can't think of a time in my life when I've ever looked to the government as a moral compass. I don't feel like it's there. And you spoke about how what three parts of our lives. Uh, if the Democrats gain all of the control schools, government or courts, schools, courts. And what's the third media. one? Media, and the media. So you see this now with this religious talk. Are you too religious? Are you too Catholic? Are you too? That's the movement that we see where I 
feel like as a believer, that's just Satan's way of attacking. Because now she's going to get penalized for being too loving the Lord too much. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Lord and I love the Lord's ways. Right. Like Steve. We already have that in the school separation of church, right? I mean, they have the media. They have the media. And in the courts, I mean, obviously separation. But is she is she too Christian? Well, it's not about it, it, it. See, here's the thing: Christianity doesn't get a free pass, contrary to um, this what article we here in New York Post that <laughs> says that Amy Amy Coney Barrett gets to have it all, um, because basically they've set her up as an icon of uh, the Christian faith. Um, the issue, the reason Christianity gets such a hard time is one it's true (laughs) okay i mean there are people you can argue that all you want i mean in my opinion it's true right the people who trust in it the people who have faith in it uh they're no more outspoken about their faith than anybody else correct but you have this idea these days that it's a western civilization religion by and large it it is historically um you have this idea that in the name of christianity all these atrocities have been done you forget what was has been done in the name of of other religions um we have this idea that we should be so progressively open to all of these pluralistic ideas that we really should not criticize anything that doesn't belong to us. And since Christianity inherently belongs to, in, in many ways, Western civilization, mm. then we can criticize that. We can say, no. White lady and your white lady religion, we don't we don't agree with you on on these issues. All right. But if a person of color comes out and says, well, I'm a Muslim, it's like, oh, you know what? Let's let's have some tea. You know, let's let's let me show you how understanding I am. As a white person, I don't have the right to criticize your religion. You know, you you understand where I'm going with that. There's this there's this mindset in there. And plus, people have pissed a lot of people off in the name of Christianity. It's one thing for Christ to be offensive. It's another thing for you to be offensive with Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot mm-hmm. of people have been offensive with Christ. But we have this idea that, that we can just continually criticize Christianity because there's free game. It's open season. Always has been. One is because of the way in which we make it unilateral and say, you know, they call us narrow-minded, right? Because we believe it's the only way. Um, I've had people who say, do you really believe that Jesus is the only way? And I'm like, well, I'd quit everything I'm doing if I didn't. I know what to be true from the Bible. Right. I'd go out there and God's live word. whatever debaucherous life I wanted to live and, and, and just go crazy with it and wouldn't have any moral compass whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't waste my time with everything that I do. That doesn't mean that I'm out there preaching the gospel. I'm not. I'm, it's not that's not what I do, but I know what God's my life. I know what God's my life, right? And I'm not answering to you or anyone else that's out there that judges me. But 
you know, the fact that Jesus said, I am, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life in John 14, 6. He didn't say, I'm a way among ways. I'm not a truth among truths. He didn't say, I'm the life among lives. He said, I am the mm-hmm. definitive way, truth, and life. So that's very offensive to people. And so when you have people who say, I believe that human life begins at conception, and you don't have the right to do what you want with the body that resides inside of your body, the living being that's inside of you. You don't have the right to take that. That's offensive to people because how dare you tell me what to do with my body? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not your body. If I say that the husband is, is designed to be the head of the home, that is a good pattern. That's like saying, I don't want it that way. Well, I mean, if you put, if you put the rear bumper on the front of the car, would the car still drive? Yes. Yeah. But wouldn't it be better if you put the front bumper on the front where it goes? Right. Right? Now, there's more than aesthetics there. There's a purpose to the front bumper. There's a reason the front bumper is shaped differently than the back bumper. Because there, it adds something to the front of the car that the back bumper can't add. All right. So can a household work without a, a man in it? Sure. Sure. But wouldn't it be great if the blueprint was followed? That's what we believe. Now, you don't have to believe that. People out there that you listen to this, you don't have to believe that. But I believe that there is a blueprint for life that if certain things fall into place or you structure things a certain way, they just work better. Now, does that make me narrow-minded? Maybe. But I just believe that there are certain patterns that put you in a rhythm for your life to succeed. Mm -hmm. It's a good outline. It really is. Absolutely. So so it's, it's not, you know, we come and we say, you look at the Bible, and the Bible says, okay, uh, that, oh gosh, if I could get into this. I know. You know, there are certain patterns that are there that when followed, they lead you to a successful life. I'll just leave it at that. And there are certain commands that are there that if you don't do them, then you are in violation, actually rebellion against what God wants for your life. Now, that's a safety mechanism. So what that means is, Here's this great life right here in the center, right? And there's, this, there's this fence out here that you can cross over anytime you want. And the issue is not uh, the fence is keeping me out. The fence is trying to keep me into this great life. Problem is we just want it. We have this desire to keep climbing the fence. And so when you say things like that, people are like, how dare you tell me that I can't climb the fence? Mm-hmm. How dare you tell me how to live my life? No, I, we just have a way that we believe makes life work. Every religion believes that. Every religion sure. out there believes that. But people believe that we can criticize Christianity because that's ours to criticize. Well, and you said bad things have been done in the name of Christianity. Bad things have been done in the way that some people interpret Christianity right. um, because they go outside the outline. That's probably true. with It is true with every religion. Religious dogma is a dangerous thing. That's right. Religious dogma is a dangerous thing. That's why a lot of people say, well, I don't like the word religion. I like the word relationship. Well, the word religion comes from the Latin religare, which means relationship. Okay, (laughs) so religion is not a negative. It's not a bad word. It's been misused. It's been abused. uh, And a lot of things have been done in the name of religion. And there are people out there who say, well, we need to get rid of religion. There's no getting rid of religion. Okay, and I want to talk about this on Monday when we talk about socialism, because at the heart of socialism is a godless society, because it does exactly what 
Washington, George Washington, warned us, it puts man as the god, it puts the economy as the god, it puts the complex way of thinking and these 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 ideals and strategies, they you make them the god. You see what I'm saying? So we're going to get into that a little bit on Monday. It gets sticky, and man, I could go so deep on that, but I, at the risk of sounding dogmatic, I'm just trying to be careful with what I say because I want people to understand there's life available out there if you pursue it, and I think that a person like Amy Coney Barrett, I think she's living that life. Right. And to criticize her for it is is just not a good idea. I didn't mean to make you no, you go so deep, but I think we should watch. Just watch what's happening. Are you too religious? You know what else George Washington said? What do you say? Bring, Bring ammo. ammo. Yeah. Bring ammo. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you. Shut up, party fell, Steve. Well, I was going to say, I think no matter who the nominee for the Supreme Court justice is, those measures for either party, you have to go after and, you know, the dogma lives within you. We'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I feel like that was a pitiful attempt at trying to explain all of that. But, yeah. I think you did a great job. It's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to it's a lot. I mean, there's, there's a lot of there's it's kind of hard for me to explain why Christianity gets persecuted over and above a lot of people say, well, she, you get a free pass because she's a Christian. That is not true at no. all. There's far more criticism, far more criticism. I mean, just the other day, I, I, you know, on social media, people are like, I can't believe all you people who want to talk about, you know, who holler about being Christians. That was their phrase. Holler about being Christians. But you don't want to feed the masses. You don't want to take care of people. And you're, uh, that's a pretty empty accusation right there. You don't know. I'll deal with that issue on Monday. <coughs> Somebody else commented on there and said, we don't need entertainers as politicians. Chad is, he is just using his big following to garner votes for governor. <laughs> we don't need another entertainer. I, we need, he is definitely not a politician. You didn't get famous from being an entertainer. We don't need politicians. Or, no, we don't need entertainers. We need politicians. And I was like, oh, no. Holy crap, lady. Oh, that's the worst. I said, thank you for calling me not a politician. That, yeah, that's a compliment. Thank you for telling me that. She's like, she's like, you posted that picture of caskets floating down. That's not a good look. <laughs> You go to her page and she's all for Biden and stuff. I said, you probably vote for Beto O'Rourke. He's a, he's, he's, no, she said, I'm not in good standing because I posted a picture of coffins floating oh. down the deal. That was funny. It was funny. I called it the Biden boat parade. Yeah. <laughs> people got offended at that. Oh, well, screw you people like, screw it in my life. You're famous for giving your political opinion. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, and yeah, I, was, no. I thought you were running for governor to garnish fans. <laughs> that's what i've who knows? heard who knows Never i'll tell know. you what you can do you can go to watchchad.com. Watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is and you can go and leave us a rating and review wherever podcasts are offered specifically on apple Podcasts. you can subscribe to the blaze blaze tv.com slash chat uh and uh, get your shopping done shop.blazemedia.com and subscribe to party foundation on youtube make sure you subscribe to the chad prather channel on youtube and follow hot news natalie natalie woods 22 we love you god bless you we'll talk to you next time tune in bye
Thank you.